Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games Daily, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and AJ Skifstad. Hey everyone, welcome back to Board Games Daily. It's Tuesday, it's your Monday episode showing up a day late. It's been a holiday weekend. Things are crazy. Things are busy. So anyway, I hope you had a great holiday weekend. I hope you celebrated Easter and had good times with family and remembered the real reason that we celebrate Easter. And I want to remind you of a couple other things, a couple things like the hotline. You can call 216-352-3864. Be a part of the conversation. Talk about the things we're talking about. Ask questions that are burning in your mind and in your hearts that you must simply ask us. You can do that. Like I said, call 216-352-3864. Also want to remind you that the call to adventure camp or campaign (laughs) contest is still going on. You can go to Twitter and tweet at us at theology of games at board games daily and create your character, craft your hero. Tell us your name, write a, a funny, cool, interesting sad, whatever it is, origin story, use the hashtag call to adventure. And then all you have to do is do that and you're entered in the contest. We'll be picking a winner for that on May 6th. So stay tuned for that. That'll be super cool. And I think that's all I need to tell you other than we really appreciate everybody out there who shares the show, who likes us, who gives us rates and reviews and subscriptions on iTunes. All of those things are super, super helpful and we really appreciate it. I'm going to get on with the show here. We've got some cool stuff coming up, including a first impression of Welcome to, some news about some Kickstarter delays, and of course, it's Mon- well, sort of Monday, but we're kicking off a new game night cage fight. So stay tuned for all that coming up right now on this episode of Board Games Daily, which is, as always, brought to you by TheologyofGames.com. This one is fresh off the game table. It's time for more board game buzz as Board Games Daily gives you a first impression of the latest games to hit our tables. Hey there everybody, AJ here talking some games I played over the weekend. I was able to, on Thursday, go to my local game store and use some credits to get a game. A couple games, actually. Um, I picked up Terra Mystica, which I had wanted for a long time. I haven't played it for probably five years. And although I played its sister game, Gaia Project, which tons of people love even more than Terra Mystica, I think Firestone included, he loves this game. I still think Terra Mystica wins out for me. I like the theme better, and I think it's just a little bit lighter, um, and I can handle that. So Terra Mystica finally made its way into my collection. long time overdue. In any case, I want to talk about a new game that's out right now called Welcome To. This is a roll and write game, although you're not actually rolling any dice in this game, and you're using a deck of cards to uh, show you what numbers you're going to be writing. Essentially in the game, you are 1950s architects, and you've got three rows of houses, a row of 10, Uh, 11 and 12 and you actually have to build these houses using house numbers the house numbers are indicated on the card on one side of the card is a house number on the other side of the card is an associated action 
So you're going to divide the cards up into three separate decks. And on, any, and, and on any round, you're going to flip the top card of each deck so that you see two cards showing, the one on the top of the deck and the one you just flipped. So you'll see a, a house number and you'll see an action. Now with the house numbers, it's pretty simple. You build from left to right in a row of houses and you have to do it sequentially. So you can go one, two, three, four. You could skip a number if you wanted. You could go to six, then maybe eight, as long as you're building, excuse me, in, in ascending order. So that's what you're gonna do with house numbers. There's even an action that's gonna let you build uh, the same house number twice. It's gonna be a penalty though if you do. But then you're also going to take the associated action after you write the number of a house. And the associated action could be build a pool. So there's gonna be houses with pools in the backyard already. And if you are able to use that number to build a house with the pool associated icon, then you're gonna be able to cross off a pool on the pool list on the bottom of your sheet. And you'll get points for the more pools you cross off. There's also parks in each row of houses. There are uh, three, four, and five parks, I think, going down in the rows of houses. As you cross those off, each park you build is worth more points at the end of the game. There's also the temp agency, which when you, when you use that action associated with the house number, you can make that house number go up one or two, or you can leave it at zero. But the more temps you cross off on the bottom of your board, the more likely you are to get the first place in the temp agency at the end of the game, which will award you seven points. Second place gets four, and I think third place gets two. There are other things like selling real estate. Um, again, I said you could use... Um, the dual house number at a minus action. And essentially, you want to complete these three bonus goals that are going to be above the decks of cards at the end of the game. They're called project goals. The first one to complete them gets a certain amount of point and then any, anybody else can complete them later for different amounts of points. The game ends when uh, somebody completes three of those goals, somebody completes all of their houses in each row, or if somebody uh, is unable to build three times. And as you get towards the end of the game, there are times when it, you're gonna be unable to build. By the way, the more you're unable to build, you're gonna be taking some negative points for that. So it is a neat game. Uh, again, it's called a roll and write. It's more of just a write game, but it says it can play zero, or excuse me, zero. It says it can play one to 100. So there's a solo variant and you could literally have I suppose if you did it in some weird way where you could shoot it up on a big screen, uh, you could have 100 people play this game, print out a bunch of copies of the score sheet, and you could have just a ton of people playing this game, see who wins at the end. I'm sure there'd probably be several ties, but it's a cool game, plays in 25 minutes. It's got a great theme. The artwork is fantastic. It's got that 1950s billboard kind of artwork. I love it. I can't wait to play it again. So that is welcome to and check it out and check you later. You can be more than just a listener. If you're listening via the Anchor app, you can be a part of the discussion by using the voice message feature. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Download the app and join the conversation today. Hey everybody, AJ here. Gonna talk about a little Kickstarter bummer that's going on right now. Um, this obviously is very personal to me because these are two games that I have been invested in and unfortunately I've received word about both of them being delayed. Uh, both of these games are by AEG Games and the first one is the Thunderstone Quest Barricade and Solo Mode Expansion 
which is basically it's it's two more quests and it's going to be a cooperative mode and a solo mode and i'm just Oh, and I think it adds five to six player. It's a five to six player expansion. I don't know why you'd ever want to play Thunderstone Quest with that many people, but uh, it's it's the option that's available. So I am totally bummed. I found out that, you know, it was supposed to arrive in this last week of April here. And we found out probably two or three weeks ago that they were just getting on the ships from China coming over here to the United States and all the other depots around the world. And so, oh, I was so sad about it. You know, I'm not upset because I know that AEG takes time with their games and they make quality games. And so they're doing everything they can to make sure that this game is going to be awesome. And so if it took a little longer to get on the ships or maybe it just took a little longer for the ships to leave harbor, whatever. The game's coming. I'm happy. Uh, It's not unlike Kickstarters to be a little bit delayed. A lot of times, uh, games get delayed by like a month or two. And in bad cases, like six months. Yikes. Anyways, that's the first bummer. The second bummer is Edge of Darkness, which was supposed to be due to, to arrive in the end of June, has now been pushed back to August. Now this, they've got a great reason for Uh, They ran into production problems that are totally understandable. Uh, They are doing double-sided, transparent printed cards. So the cards have to be transparent except for the spots where there's actually printing on them. And on those printed spots, they're double-sided. They ran into something they've never ran into before because nobody's ever done this before. And so they are being printed now. The games are ready uh, to be completed. It just took a little bit longer because they had they ran into some issues with that. So, hey, I don't care. I'm excited. The Kickstarter's coming. They say it's coming in August now, not June. I'll take it. So little Kickstarter bummer, but life is life. Things happen, and it's just stuff. So the games will arrive eventually, and I'm excited about that. That's it for now. Check you later. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for this week's Game Night Cage Fight! And in this corner... Two games enter, and one game leaves. Who wins, you decide. Vote on this week's Cage Fight by going to Twitter at Board Games Daily. Or call in 216-352-3864. Hey folks, it's Firestone here with Board Games Daily, powered by TheologyofGames.com, coming to you with this week's Game Night Cage Fight. And this week's week, it's all about the Mancala. So we are pitting two games against each other, and we just want you to weigh in on which you prefer and why. So this week, we thought we would pit the game Crusaders Thy Will Be Done. This is a tasty minstrel game uh, by designer Seth Jaffe. Versus Trajan, which is a game by Stefan Feld about Rome. Now, they both use a Moncala mechanism, which if you're not familiar with that, it's uh, like a series of almost dishes really and you move pieces around sometimes dropping them off sometimes picking everything up depending on which game you're playing and you get to do something at the end and so crusaders 
you start with um, these action pieces in each one and then you pick them up and you move them around dropping off and then wherever you land you do the action in that spot and you can upgrade the action spaces and do more powerful things sometimes do two things and then you can split up your action pieces however many action pieces end up in there that's how many times you can do that thing so you might be able to move four times if four pieces end up in that last spot where you end in and it's got a crusader theme and you're conquering heathens sort of and uh just spreading out kind of area control a little bit and special powers that you build up these different buildings with trajan it's a little bit different you're moving the pieces of the mancala around and then whichever you end up in you just take that action it doesn't really matter how many pieces are in there it just matters how many pieces are in there when you want to move because you might want to end up on a certain spot and you drop a piece off in each one and then you end on one now there is a mechanism where if the color you're ending on matches certain tiles you get to do like an extra action and so it does come into play as to which color there is and how many things you can chain together and this one is typical stuff on Feld where there are lots of different things you can do and ways to score points. And it's set in ancient Rome. And so, um, but because it's a stuff on Feld, you're also kind of mitigating this terrible thing that happens every turn. And that is that the crowds want something. They want bread. They want entertainment. They want something. And you have to have th- that thing or you're going to get penalized. And as the turn progresses you have more idea of what they're going to want but you don't know exactly what they're going to want until the end when they ask for it so you kind of hedge your bets and go well i think they want this and as things are slowly revealed now you're like oh they're definitely going to want bread i need to go get some bread things like that where you know it's coming you're not entirely sure what's coming but you better prepare for it and in the in addition to that as you're trying to prepare for it you're also trying to score points this is something stefan fell does quite a bit so between these two games, for me, it's not really a contest, partly because I just love Stefan Feld and all of his games. I give Trajan a nine. It is an excellent heavy Euro game. The Makala is very interesting. You are trying to figure out the puzzle every turn, and I'm not very good at it. I always say that, but it's a game where I go, I'm not very good at this. I want to get better at it because it's a really great game. It's chunky. It's thinky. It's really interesting. I don't dislike the Mancala mechanism in um, Crusaders. In fact, I was really glad it wasn't the same exact thing as Trajan. I think, um, if I remember correctly, he said that, that Crusaders had actually come from what he thought Trajan was going to end up being. They used the Mancala in two completely different ways, and I like them both. I just prefer, as a whole game, Trajan. So for me, that is the winner of the cage fight, hands down. Let us know what you think. Crusaders versus Trajan. Weigh in. We appreciate you guys listening. Have a great week. Bye. Well, there it is. That's today's episode. Thanks again for tuning in. Don't forget the contest. Don't forget the hotline. Find us out there on social media. Uh, All the places that you are looking for us could be Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find us there. Look for us connect with us tell us what you think of the show of course again like i said the hotline 216-352-3864 
and the contest for a call to adventure copy of call to adventure get in on that and i think that's it i'm gonna get out of here and we'll be back tomorrow because tomorrow is actually wednesday here it's uh board games daily and uh i'm jeremiah isley for my co-hosts scott firestone and aj skiffstad saying it's a great idea if you play board games daily thanks for joining us today board games daily is powered by theologyofgames.com don't forget to head over to theologyofgames.com to check out all we have to offer including written reviews our youtube channel and two other podcasts If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening, and go put a game on the table.